0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are doing part three video of Life Abroad After a Year, What's It Been Like? So, the what is. When I left the States, I was so worried about all the things that could possibly go wrong. The what is, as it were. And honestly... It reminds me of Mark Twain's quote about all the misfortunes that I have been worried about never befell me hardly. And the same, I'm sure I'm paraphrasing that wrong, but basically you catch my gist. So over the past year, I've been worried about many different what is. But the thing that is past year has taught me is I'm like the what is that I was worried about? None of them were a problem. Seriously, none of them were a problem. However, there were a couple of what is that came up this year, maybe two to three, completely unexpected, completely problematic, somewhat mentally exhausting in ways that I was not expecting, but I got through them and they had really nothing. I mean, this is these what is I'm like. I would have had to deal with, if I was in the States, if I was living abroad, I'd still have had to deal with these what-is. And I could deal with them much better because I'm in a calmer frame of mind living abroad than I would be if I was living where I lived in the States, doing what I did back in the States because of my situation changes. So I think that the main thing regarding the what-is is we can spend our whole life worrying about every possible problem that comes up that we can possibly think that would occur. But at the end of the day, those problems are probably not going to be the ones we need to be worried about. And the problems that do come up, we oftentimes have no way to predict. And many times, they aren't even something that is caused by us. They're just something we have to deal with. and. We can deal with them much better if we are calm and placid and handling things in a peaceful manner. So I think that that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the past year, because it's like I was talking with one of my best friends recent, or in the past few months. And one of the what is that came up, I'm like, it was a massive what a... It's one that I'm still having to work through. And it's a water that I'm like, you know, there's really no easy answer. And there's really no way that I can go in and fix this water because it's beyond my control. And it's not even something that is a water that I instigate. It's just one of those things that I have to deal with the fallout of. And I was talking with one of my friends and they're like, you know, Anna, this water is very hard for you. Because this is a water that is like one of your greatest fears, Rada, was this one and it's happened and you had to deal with it. And that really just sucks brick. (laughs) But the thing is, is you knew that this was a worst case scenario. This is one of those things that you knew could happen. And You're dealing with the Wada in the best way you can. You're dotting your I's. You're crossing your T's. You're having to deal with the unpredictability of the situation, which a lot of it you have no control over. But you do have control over your response and you're doing the best you can to respond well, even though this is a very, very hard mental gyration for you, given your temperament and given the situation. And I'm like, you know. That's true. It's like I, I dealt with the WADA as best as I could. I had to submit paperwork and stuff for this WADA. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like here, this last couple of months is when I was dealing with like, like at the at the um, in November and December. So I was dealing with this WADA and I was going, you know, I'm taking care of this. I'm going to do all this paperwork. I'm going to have all these T's and I's dotted. It's OK. I'm sure this will all be as best as possible. But in the midst of all that, I caught a terrible infection. It was like a blood infection. And then I got an upper respiratory infection shortly after that. And so I'm sitting there trying to take care of this Wada... Well, I'm being sick, while I'm in my finals for my exams for college, I'm like, it is like the worst possible time. And it's coming at me from all these different directions. And as like I was messaging one of my friends, I'm going, nothing's wrong, but I'm dealing with these dragons. I have like three dragons at once. And if I seem off, if something seems wrong, there is nothing wrong between us. But I am just absolutely overwhelmed. And normally, I wouldn't say anything. But I think it's better to say something than to just appear completely ballistically stressed. (laughs) And honestly, I have never done that before in my life. But I'm like, this is a really good friend of mine. And I'm going, they're actually one of my best friends. And I'm like, I don't want them thinking that I am mad or upset at them or anything and me trying to just deal with all these things by myself so that no one knows that I'm going through all this pressure. I'm like, that is what I've been doing my entire life. And really that hasn't helped me. And that hasn't helped my friends because they're sitting there going, why is Anna so not like herself? And then when they find out, like I'm dealing with the dragons, it's like, I'd never done that before. My friend is like, no wonder. You seem very stressed. No wonder you're having so much truth. And yes, I totally get that why you seem a little off balance and it's okay. And I'm like, you know, that is one thing with the what is that I'm going, sitting there and trying to deal with them. So it's like, I don't, I'm one of those people that I like to handle everything by myself because I don't want to inconvenience anyone ever in my life. I'm like, I don't want to breathe and have that make someone upset. I mean, you know, But on the other hand, I'm like, I think the reason I'm that way is, number one, I'm an oldest child. And I'm like, as an oldest, I was taught that I needed to take care of everything by myself and I need to be dependable because there are people who depend on you. And I was also raised in a house, which no offense to my parents at all, because it's not something that I blame them for. But I also realized that it's because of factors that they had to deal with as, you know, with their lives journeys, but they were a bit chaotic and they also were a bit explosive. And because of that, I have spent my entire life is basically my, my mantra is try to cause as little trouble as possible and to keep things as calm as possible for everyone around you. But the thing that I'm realizing as I get older is I'm like, it's not my job to try to make everything perfectly comfy and cozy for everyone in the universe, as much as I want to do that, because I'm like, that is not my, my, my deal. My deal is I am supposed to be there for the people I'm supposed to be there for. I am supposed to be present. I am supposed to do what I know as far as possible is the right thing to do. But at the end of the day, it's not my job to, fix every situation. All my job is, is to make sure that I do the best I can with the information that I have. And at the end of the day, realize that there are some things that as much as I want to fix them, I can't, because it's not part of my journey. It's part of other people or other situations journey. And there's nothing I can really do to to change that. And even if I could, It wouldn't be the right thing because it's kind of like with parenting it's when I was younger I wrote a book and it was a book about a woman that had survived Rundini with her children and in it I had said that one of my characters in the book had said basically you cannot promise that everyone will be safe and protected because there are certain things that happen that as much as you want to keep people safe and protected it is beyond your control but you can promise that you will love people as well as you possibly can. And the older I get, the more I realize I'm going, you know, that is so true. And what's funny is I'm like, when I was when I was younger and I was writing this, I was like in high school. But I'm going, and then I, I rewrote it when I was like in my early 20s and published it before I was 30. But I'm going, you know, that quote comes to me sometimes in the midst of certain things like the what I was dealing with here recently and I was like you know I can't fix this kind of whata, I can't change this kind of water and that in many ways rips me up because I'm sitting there going oh I wish I could just fix this this situation or this scenario and make things all better for all parties involved and all, all the situation. But I'm like, I'm, I'm not really, I'm like a side character in this Wada and I can't fix it and I can't make it all better, but I can love as best as I can in the midst of this Wada. And I'm like, I think when it comes to, when it comes to life, and it's like, even like, I don't have children of my own at this point, but I'm like, even when I become a parent, I think the thing that I realize now, even before I'm a parent is we cannot, as much as we love our children, as much as we love our families, we can't figure out how to mitigate any possible problem that will come. We may want to to our best ability, but even if we could reach in and remove all possible problems from the people we care about care about lives, that wouldn't be the best thing for them because even in the midst of like having something really bad go wrong, it's part of other people's journey And in the middle of trying to solve that problem, they will develop the tools they need, which will in turn help them to become better people. And, you know, even if that doesn't work, I'm going, even worst case scenario, let's say that they do go through really bad things and it doesn't make them a better person and it doesn't help build their character and it doesn't help them to help other people. I'm going, at the end of the day, I think in many ways, life is is kind of like Star Trek. It's a morality play. (laughs) I'm like, we are defined by how we handle the situation. It doesn't mean that we will always handle the situation well. It doesn't mean that we will always send a situation terrible. But it does mean that each situation that we handle gives us experience that we can take out of our pocket and go... This will help me to be a better person. This will help me to do what I need to do. And I think in the midst of all this, I was like, with this what I was recently dealing with, I'm going, you know, I'm hoping for all parties involved. That's what that becomes. Because I'm going, then it will be totally worth it. Even in the midst of the worst moment when I was dealing with that what I was like, you know, that is what I wish for. Now, is that what is currently happening? I'm going... I have no idea. I really don't know. I'm like, that's one of those, what is that I'm going, I will do everything I know to do. And then I'm just going to let go because at that point, I'm like, that's what I can do. And so I don't know if this video will help anyone else, but I think at the beginning of 2024, the thing that I have really had come home at the end of last year and at the beginning of this year is there are times when we might do everything we know to do to the best of our ability, and still have things not work out (laughs) the way that we hope for us or for those we care about. But we know that we've done the best we can with the information that we had at the time. And at the end of the day, I think that the universe, God, whatever you want to say, will Be helping us in that situation because I'm like, you know, I think the effort—it's like it's like in Star Trek or Star Wars when Yoda says, "There is no try, only do." I'm like, that quote has always bothered me ever since I was 14 years old because I'm like, you know, that is not right, Yoda. Because honestly, in my life and in the observations I have had of other people's life, I'm going, it is not just about doing. It is about trying because you can have someone do very well, but trying is, in my opinion, even a better quality because if you have someone that tries, that means they're really putting in effort. So what if you can do something perfectly, but if you try and even if you fail, you have learned something. I think trying in many ways is far more admirable than just doing everything like successfully all the time because I'm like, you know, you try. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But at the end of the day, that trying, that determination and persistence is a very admirable quality. Success through failure, Henry Petrosky's book. Oh, I love that book. But anyway, So that is my video on the what is. Check it at the round table. Bye!